0: sit comfortably. Just a few brief words from me tonight. One of the things, um, if you had an outside observer looking at what we do who didn't know anything about Zen practice, they would probably think, gee, these people are really serious. You know, it's like they're just sort of sitting there very seriously and they're not doing anything. And then if you started to read books about Dharma practice—you see, well, they do long periods of being sitting and still and don't talk. Looks pretty serious, and they practice these precepts. You know, they look pretty serious as well. Mm-hmm. So you—you get the sense it's all very solemn, you know. And and um, in a sense, as an outside observation, um, it's understandable that you would get that impression. Um, but what I want to emphasize is as much as this might sound, seem like it's all very serious and so on, and it is at one level, the whole point of it is that um, when, you, when you look into your experience of yourself and of life, um, and you realize that you, to use our terms, you caught in a self centered dream, you're caught. In, identi- in identifying with an ego identity, what what happens when you do that, what's symptomatic of that when you're in that identification is that you take yourself very, very seriously. Right? And um, and in taking yourself seriously, you're more defensive and then you can be more attacking because you feel like you're being threatened and so on. So you, you go back and forth more in that way of relating to life of... Um, attack or manipulation or defend, you know, withdraw. And the more you do this practice and the more that you realise that there's not actually some little separate entity in yourself that you call yourself that you identify with and all of that um, defending and attacking and manipulation and so on all starts to become less reactive and it dies down then what happens is that you don't take yourself seriously anymore. Right? That that's the actual shift that occurs. You go, you start from taking yourself seriously, and then as the process unravels, you actually you don't take yourself seriously at all. So what the outcome of this practice is all the time, when you don't take yourself seriously, is that what your your experience of life becomes, is one. That I would describe as playful intimacy mm-hmm. and um, the world just seems like a delight to play with it's just energy happening and uh, and there's no one inside there that has to manipulate it or you know have some greater higher status or is lower or whatever all of that just drops away and if it drops away then, then you can have a playful intimacy with um, with all of the um, Aspects of you of your life as they arise, so that's what occurs, and you can see that um, illustrated and expressed so clearly in um, in Zen poetry, you know, in, in haiku, like particularly a great Zen poet like haiku like Basho. You see that playful intimacy is there in all of the the poetry. So again, it looks very serious and um, somber on the outside. But on the inside, the experience is actually quite, quite different. The other thing I want to mention about practice too, because I'm I'm writing about it at the moment for an essay, is um, the experience that people have when they when they at least begin um, meditation practice, or continue with it as well. Um, when in my clinical work. You know, when I introduce mindfulness to people, some people who um, are particularly distressed, you know, and have high levels of anxiety or depression, um, if you ask them, even for a, a short period of time, often just to stop and be still and and follow their breath and close their eyes, some people freak out. You know, it's quite quite a disturbing experience for them, and they feel like. They tell me, oh, it feels like it's really, um, really empty. Not the way we use the word emptiness, but it's kind of like, oh, it's kind of like there's nothing there and in a bleak kind of sense. And they tell me of um, feelings of anxiety or, or feelings of sadness that arise, right? Um, but that, that, may be, that may be the experience of people with no meditation practice who have their first little taste of it and they're in, you know, like a lot of the people who see me are feeling quite highly stressed at that particular point in their life. But just take um, everyday normal people um, who are just having average um, experiences of stress and so on in their life, and they're introduced to meditation. Um, well, one, there can be a honeymoon period where the first world feels really, really calm and wonderful. But for, and for some other people, um, what they, they, they experience a milder version of what I refer to in my clients. So it's not as though they're freaked out or they're distressed, um, but there's a kind of a, um, how would I describe it? There's a kind of um, unsettled uneasiness about just stopping and being present and experiencing the quietness and the spaciousness of the mind, um, and then they can't handle it, and they've got to go off and be on social media or talk to someone, or have a drink, over smoke, or read something, or whatever. You know, it's like they can't can't just stay with it for too long because there's something that's a little bit unnerving about it. Now, this is not often spoken about. You know, it's often spoken about as just this wonderful thing you do, um, but it can. Be just a very calming experience for some people but most people along the line even if they begin with a good experience somewhere along the line they'll, they'll start to um experience some things at least slightly disconcerting about doing meditation practice and i'm mentioning it because i want to normalize it now, you're not doing something wrong if that occurs in fact you're doing something right if it occurs you know because you're uncovering what is actually in your experience, which is made up of pleasant experiences and neutral experiences and unpleasant experiences, so you'll you'll come across the unpleasant as well as the pleasant when you meditate. That's that's like looking into a mirror, and um, because that, see a lot of people, what what the average person is doing is caught up in their life and caught up in their own self-centered dream, but they don't realize it, or they don't use those words. So many of us are are actually running away from that sense of um, empty spaciousness that's in our inner being. It's kind of like in the background, and it's a bit unconscious, but it's kind of uneasy to go there. So you keep your life busy all the time, and you fill up the space with thoughts, and you fill up the space with emotions, and you fill it up with talk and social media and activities and projects. Because most people, when they're just... Like John Wellwood says this in one of his readings, most people just ask them to be, to be quiet and just be still in the moment with their experience. They're, they're, they're a little bit edgy with it. So that's what we're all doing. We're unconsciously kind of running away from that empty spaciousness isn't there because we're not quite comfortable in it. Um and it's a bit threatening. And what is the nature of Zen practice, if you keep just doing it day after day and week after week and month after month, is that, that that's that somewhat disconcerting experience of nothingness or emptiness or spaciousness is you you settle into it more and more as a home. You know, and the nature of a home is that it's comfortable and it's non threatening. And it's actually um, nourishing um, and and full of liveliness. So what the beginning stages are is is just the beginning of a process where you're settling into that same empty, spacious experience, but instead of it being a little bit daunting or a little bit bleak, you settle into it so much that it actually has the um, opposite experience of that. Um, that it's a, a playful, joyful, warm um, kind of experience that you have. And that's, that's the transformation that takes place. But if, um, if you're given the impression, uh, as often people are, that meditation is just going to make you feel good, um, well, then you won't understand the process and you'll become disillusioned with it. But if you know right from the beginning that this is what part of the journey is, then you have a way of understanding it and staying with it so that it does deepen into something where you don't take yourself so seriously and you can settle into that spacious openness with with a sense of joy rather than a sense of dread. And that is the journey of Zen.